Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you so much for deciding to make us a part of your day. We have an exciting show lined up here for you with a great panel and guest. We are talking Mike, Spielberg Netflix drama, and Walmart facing some backlash on another episode of the Snap Crackle Podcast. So thank goodness Mike's uh, Mike was <laughs> muted there. But we'll get to the intro. So to my right, we have Morgan returning from a week hiatus. Uh, it's glad to be back. I'm sorry I missed last show. And it I was really that, exciting when I, I listened to it. I spell that W-E-A-K, a week hiatus. Not a week-long hiatus, oh. just for the record. Oh, hiatus burn. God, I didn't have a good enough hiatus. Yeah. So the one smelling across the table is Tim. What's up, guys? What's going on? And to my left, as you guys already know, back from beyond some sort of crazy space, space, space. And time, place, time, time, time. it's Mike. Woo-hoo! I'm back, bitches. <laughs> All right. So Mike is back, and that's actually and I had the an first energy drink. That's it. Yeah. That's the th- I scared me when you walked in. I said, I didn't think you put that stuff in your body. This is like an episode of Dharma and Greg or something. So, what have you been up to? Where hmm. have you been? What's been going on? I've been on? all over the place. I went to Los Angeles for a weekend, hang out with the homies. I went to Wait, 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 just to clarify. You mean the homeless? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that's we prefer homies these homies. days. Homies. Yeah. The homies. Okay. Okay. It, all right. It, it, we we're sensitive to the non-home <laughs> aspect of our lives and, Have you, you know, seen his car? It's pretty offensive. Don't be homophobic and hate homeless people, all right? That's homophobic. the message. Yes. Homophobic. Homophobic. Yeah. Oh, homeless yeah. homophobic. Yeah. Home uh <laughs> Phobic, yeah. It's homeless phobic. They don't like it. Yeah, yeah. They don't like it. They're scared of houses. Uh huh. That's why you love tents so much. So you were in L.A. I was in L.A. Uh, I went to Moby's restaurant. Moby's restaurant. Moby has a restaurant. Is it called Moby's restaurant? No, it's like fancy. I didn't have a reservation, so they kicked me out. Oh. And you didn't have a jacket. And the no pants thing was probably a huge. Which you decided to keep that today. I'm slightly afraid. Sorry. So you went to yeah, LA, LA was, got you kicked know, out of a restaurant. LA was the thing. Um, What'd you do there? I was I was mostly there just to pick up my friend coming in from Australia. She made it normally. Cool. cool. Yep. Did some putzing around, climbed a mountain, imagined Uber helicopters flying all over the valley below, and it sounded terrifying. Wow. Yeah. Then there was New Orleans. New Orleans. I was there for the first weekend of Mardi Gras, which was completely underwhelming. Because I was expecting Bourbon Street to be like a total shit show, and it was just normal Bourbon Street shit show, mm. not total. And I was yeah. like, oh, where's all the naked people? Where's all the crazy That's stuff? Yeah. But, yeah. you know, it was still fun because, like, the, the parades were still pretty cool. There's still tons of dancing, which, you know, is my jam. And uh, what, yeah. do you, what do you dance for Mardi Gras? What's the, what's the, what's the Mardi Gras dancing like? Beep, beep, beep. So you need to, this is audio, this is audio this format, is so you got to explain to people what you're doing. Got a little bit of hip thrust in there, got a little bit of side to side with the right hand, but that left hand is holding it down. All right, all right. And that's a free lesson right there. Right actually. there, man. Right there, yeah. it's a free lesson. Million dollar lesson people, right there. If people are interested in getting more lessons from you, where can they go? Mm, they can go to sunnysidesyncopators.com. There you go. There you go. He's <laughs> direct all hate me. Plug. So Plug. you were in New Orleans, you were underwhelmed. 
Yeah, well, I'm not underwhelmed with New Orleans itself. I love New Orleans. It's a great city. It's still kind of grimy, which I love about it. It's not totally overrun by tourists. You know, it doesn't feel like it's you're going into a big theme park like New York does anytime anymore now. And so it's it's a really cool city. Yeah, it still has a lot of soul to it. It's it's good. Giuliani really cleaned New York up. That's a real Bastard. shame. That's yeah. a shame. Seriously. A friend of mine just posted how clean Brooklyn is on his Instagram. I was like, this should not exist. It makes me sick. And then Giuliani went on to lose his mind for yeah, the rest of his political right? career. Yeah, yeah, for whatever reason. <laughs> for whatever reason. So what else did you get up to? So I also went to Curaçao, which was a really rad little island. It's down just uh, off of Venezuela. And Isn't that a liquor? It's blue. It is. Blue Curaçao comes from Curaçao. It's made out of oranges. Here's nice. your history lesson. Um, they started it. Wow! Bam. Is this history? Really this is good. a little bit of drunk history. Yeah, yeah there you go. Those, those are really and good. And this can is blue. Mango loco. Mm-hmm. So you went there. What'd you get up to there? Ah, uh, you know their tacos. There kind of suck. Let's be honest. They, they need better tacos in Curacao. However, I got up to some like snorkeling. I saw some fish that were wow, colorful. Fish. Colorful fish on the reefses. Wow. The reefs aren't dead there, which is nice mostly. I mean, it's getting there. We we do realize that we're losing oxygen in the Caribbean like crazy. It's nuts. It's terrible. We need to stop using plastic, you guys. But uh, another shameless some, plug saw some sunsets <laughs> and uh, plastics haven't ruined the sun any. yet that's where my life goes you know oh, there you go wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute i guess you could say you're orange crushing it orange crushing it how how is a face like that not get any in the like the caribbean no it's cool it's cool it's just it's just a friend thing <sighs> non-consensual friend oh, thing <laughs> I'm just this dealing is the with the best my kind of friend thing. Spiral of depression right now as she's gone, and I have to live my life and make jokes. He's like, and I have to show up here feel? and look at you people. Got to smile. It's every the day. worst thing ever. Put my pants on. So did you do anything else? Right that was everything. I say that like it was nothing. You were traveling all over the place. It sounds like you had a good time. I, I did have a good time. Yeah. Um, there was nothing scary happened. So there's no scary stories. No, that, that's no a good, hostile that's, situation. Okay, that's, a, that's, that's a good thing, though. You know no, what really annoys not. me? No, it annoys me. People like you annoy me. When they say, you know, I went on a trip and nothing bad happened. There were no terrorist attacks. The plane didn't go down. Like I'm not looking for that when I go on vacation. I want to have a vacation. <laughs> I want to get away from that. I want to enjoy myself. Yeah, yeah. This island kind of surprised me. It wasn't super tropical. It's very like desert-like. There's a lot more cactus mm, than there wow. are palm trees. And that's and wow. that's in Curacao. It's, it's in Curacao, yeah. Curacao. Yeah. Curacao. That's fun to <laughs> say. They speak like four languages all mixed together. They speak like Dutch and oh, English yeah, yeah, and yeah. Portuguese. That's the best Spanish. part of going to any island that I've ever been to is trying to figure out what language anyone's speaking. There's always right. like seven. Yeah. And you're like, okay. And they're like blended. Yes. I was hearing Spanish with Portuguese accents and it was super throwing me off. <laughs> That's amazing. There was, what was it when I was, oh gosh, I don't even remember what the name of the island was, but it was some language I didn't expect. It was like German or something. And I was mm-hmm. like, why are they speaking that here? <laughs> this is really blowing my mind. Colonialism, man. Yeah, it's blowing my mind, we, man. We need to spread our seed, apparently. When I was in Afghanistan, like there's Afghanis that, like, like you go to Iraq and like they're Middle Eastern, you know, dark skin, dark hair, dark eyes. But you go to Afghanistan, like there are very like white Afghanis, some that are really dark. Some are redheads. Some are like really light redhead Afghanis. Mm. And it's because when the English invaded, like there's like English DNA spread well, throughout you know what? the Afghani, I always, Afghani population. I always now. thought Osama bin Laden had a nice complexion. 
You know, like he had a little, he was mixed a little bit. I think he looked, I'm just saying he had a nice, all. Like he wasn't, you know, a nice olive complexion. He looked good in the sunlight. It was just all those, all those videos were in caves. If he had just had a little more natural sunlight in there, I think those, those recruitment videos would have gone over a little better. Yeah. Yeah. His lighting so. guy really should have been fired. Yeah. For sure, cinematographer. Mm. All right, so was that all you did? That's all? You just went to a couple islands, just traveled went to, around? Went to places. I ate at Iguana. Wasted money. You ate an you Iguana? You ate an Iguana? Yeah, in soup. How close to Venezuela were you? <laughs> <laughs> That's too close. When you're eating things like that, you're too close to Venezuela. You know, How did there, it taste? There what were it, lots of what did it taste? Was it chewy? Um, did it, it taste was, like gator? Did it, it taste kinda, like chicken? Was it white meat? It was white meat, yeah. yeah. White similar, meat? Very similar to go. gator. All right. Very similar to gator, which everybody says is just like chicken. It was a little fattier than chicken might yeah. be. Like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. It's like a little a fattier, but it's chewy. not white meat. Yeah. Not, it's yeah. so soft, not chewy. I mean, having not eaten meat for like nine months or something in the past while, it kind of got to me. Until bit. I talk you into it, and I'm like, Mike, let's do all you Korean barbecue. You're like, I guess. I guess. The all meat, all you can eat, CC's. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. No, we went to CC's. Even at CC's, Mike has to be better than you. He orders his own special. Per- we're, you know, you we're can get- do that. We're, I know, but we're all lined up like idiots getting the, uh, you know, the, the mac and cheese uh, pizza and the pepperoni pizza. That's all been that baking stuff that's, for 12 hours. Yeah, that's been sitting out there. You know, people are sneezing on stuff. Mike goes to the counter with a little piece of paper. He's ordered some specialty veggie supreme. And I'm like, give me a break. Give me a break. Who do you CC's. think you yeah, are? Who do you think you are? And then he sits down at the table and tells everybody, oh, yeah, by the way, in high school, I worked here. That's the guy that hired me. I already knew that, though. Oh, yeah, Ben was there for that. He I got that. fired that. for doing something with his daughter. I mean, it was horrible. He did not Whoa, say that. slander. Slander alert. All right, so we, yeah, checked in. we checked in with me. We checked in with Mike. That's all he has. Mango I'm actually impressed. I'm, I'm impressed he had that much to say, I'll be honest with you. He's normally terrible it's at true. these. <laughs> but I warned him last time. You were, How long were you in Australia for? Three months. He was in Australia for three months. I get him back here, and all I say is, well, what'd you do? Like, how was it? What's it like? And it was just like, he's like, literally, he was like, well, I had some tacos, and, uh... Do you uh, just go, uh, like, no matter where you're at in the world, you try their tacos? Oh, absolutely. That's what he he does. So, so what's in an Australian taco opposed to a... Kangaroo. (laughs) (laughs) Dingo meat. The ashes, sprinkled with the ashes of Steve Irwin. (laughs) Oh, too soon. Oh, too, too soon. soon. <laughs> too soon. Did you see what that guy did? It's not my fault. Too soon. That was the saddest Labor Day ever. Mm-hmm. All right. So we've checked in with Mike. We know he's terrible at mm. giving us his travel logs. Hang on, but I brought you guys the treat. Hang on. What? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What do you mean, hold on? What am I supposed to do? This is we're on right, the. Uh, this is completely right. unprecedented. This is, this is unprecedented. Oh, and ladies and gentlemen, uh, the door on the way we'll, out. We'll, we'll, we'll be right back. So you go to all these exotic locales and we get we get boiled peanuts from 192. Oh my gosh. you know what? I'm so glad somebody finally found a use. For these giant chalices that I've had in my cabinets for I don't know how long. Yeah, my question is, is did he wash them first? <laughs> no, they're boiled peanuts. Yeah, you don't eat the shells. No, no, no. The the, the chalices, not not. Oh, the oh he used See, they they all clean. of them though. They were clean. <laughs> yeah, you use them all, man. I wiped out the bugs. With a with a. <laughs> well, if if there weren't bugs in it, I'd be uh, I'd be a little scared that you didn't actually get them from 192. 
Oh my gosh. Uh, we're Suck on it. No, no, no. This is this is so people get the full experience. This is Morgan eating his um <laughs> He's not kissing he's not kissing Flavia. He's actually eating a boiled peanut. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty good. All right, you see, there's the bucket over there. I'm putting it in the bucket. You were getting ready to set it on the table next to the gummy sharks. (laughs) This is out of control today. We are out of control. Checked in. All right, so we checked in with Mike. The next story I want to talk about is there is some drama between Steven Spielberg and everyone's favorite streaming service, Netflix. Uh Uh-oh. So, At least until Disney is a streaming service. Well, yeah. And Netflix just raised their prices, so... Like, wait, wait, wait a second. I just checked Twitter. Disney bought Steven Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> no, so the the issue here is at the um, Academy Awards that were just uh, last week, two weeks ago, three yeah, weeks ago. Like I don't know. Two they were recent. Roma, which was a Netflix-made film, won Best uh, Foreign Film. Okay. Nice. And Steven Spielberg has had a problem with Netflix films winning awards, all right, especially Academy Awards. And his argument is that if it's not distributed through a theater, it shouldn't, you know, it shouldn't, shouldn't it shouldn't be eligible because these other films are going through the theater system, and that's what's keeping the theaters alive. And theaters are great, and theater, 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 and everything else. Here's my counter argument, and before I get into it. And then we get you guys' reactions. I want everyone to know that I consider Steven Spielberg the greatest director alive today and maybe ever. All right? And when people say, how can you say that? I give you this. 1993, he releases both Schindler's List and Jurassic Park in the same year. And then before that, (laughs) E.T. And that's it. That's all he's ever done. No, no, no. (laughs) So he's a fantastic director, but here's my argument. He's saying... Hang on, hang on. Wait, wait, wait. Have you forgotten Thumb Wars? He didn't do Thumb Wars. I know he didn't. This is my counter-argument to him being the greatest director of all time. Get out of here. I love Steve Odenkirk, but you know we'll talk about the Thumb movies some other quick, time. I have a quick question real quick. About what? A quick question real quick? A real quick, quick question. <laughs> Does, uh, did Roma beat uh, Spiel, uh, one of Spielberg's movies? Did he have I don't movie? think so. I don't think specifically. Because no. it, it, it was in the foreign film category. But right. he's the, prior to that winning, he's had this argument about the distribution of Netflix films and the traditional distribution of films through the mm-hmm. theaters. And his whole thing is that it's taking away from the theater experience, and we got to keep theaters alive and everything else. And I was talking to Tim about this the other day, and I was saying my problem with him making those statements is he doesn't go to the same theaters that I go to. Nope. When he goes to a movie theater, he's going to the best theaters around the world, He's getting referential treatment, right? The audiences are usually there to see one of his films or one of the others. They know he's there. They're quiet. There's no cell phones. There's no teenagers walking in and out and doing crazy stuff. If you're Steven Spielberg, I'd imagine the theater-going experience is pretty primo, okay? But he's not going to the loop on a Friday night, okay? He didn't see Ready Player Neither One at any, any of the theaters that I went to, okay? He, he didn't do that. So there's that. But then my other argument is this. How many of his films won awards from journalists and voters of the Academy that watched it on a screener DVD? Most of those voters don't go see those movies in the theaters. They get sent to them, they watch them at their home, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then they review it. So are we going to start taking away some of his awards that he got from someone watching it on their TV at home? Because that's his argument. So I don't know. It's a little ridiculous to me. I love Steven Spielberg. I have the utmost respect for him, but I think here he's, I don't know. It's the old man yelling at a cloud. Yeah, I think it's a, I think <laughs> the it, Netflix cloud. It, yep. It's a film. Yep. I mean, 
Yeah, what, why should it matter how it's distributed? The quality is what should matter. You're right. Okay, well, you can't just say you're right. Well, well you're right. Thing, I think it's I like he's that. forgetting his roots. <laughs> Steven Spielberg wasn't always the greatest director of all time. He went through film school. He was the first of the film school generation to really come out and start like making films after studying it and being the And what a class scholar, that was. Right? Francis Ford Coppola, oh, George yeah. Lucas, Steven Spielberg. No doubt. Now, those, now, now the 10th generation that's coming out now, all they do is make those stupid short films that start before your movie and they say it's a student film go go to this nah, theater man. oh that's what usc's <laughs> pumping out now <laughs> give me a break about about your, the, but that's besides the point about the, what the you new, were saying the was, new directors are the vine makers man we all know that They're but what you were saying based about this well, I'm not saying so much like, yeah there's he at one point was an indie filmmaker on his own, he did not go straight to a studio and start directing. He was making things before that. And I'm sure in that time in his life, he wanted those films to be evaluated the same as the ones that were out for the non-film people that went before him. Yeah. He would have wanted them to be nominated for the same awards. And so the fact that he would step so far away from his roots like anybody else, he's forgotten where he comes from. And that, to me, is what's, what this is now, a sign Now, what I, would, what I would like to pose is, because Spielberg, he doesn't think that these uh, um, streaming service movies made on these streaming services, he thinks that they should go to Emmys, not the Academy Awards. Yes, his argument is that they're, they're shows, yeah. not films. Or TV movies yeah. or something, yeah, which yeah. which I thought, and you know, if you need another excuse to love Bruce Campbell, he's actually defending you know, th- this idea of, you know, and he said, hey, look at Roma. It's not a TV movie. That's yeah. a movie movie. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. These, the production value yeah. of Netflix, even their shows that say they're shows, are, are equal to yeah. what a film was, you know, what we would just consider would be a film versus a TV show 10 years ago. Well, this is probably where it comes to point then for the distribution, because I think what I've noticed or what it feels like to me when we've got these streaming services that are creating their original content is it feels a lot more like the studio system before when they didn't even have to credit the people who are working for it. You just knew Paramount made the movie. So it was Paramount employees who did everything. Right. And that's kind of what it feels like when I see these Netflix things or or anything else. People have made themselves their own niche kind of studio sort of space. And maybe that's what Steven's fighting against. He's fighting against the old studio system. What he's actually fighting against is he's trying to save the theaters because attendance at movie theaters is down. Mm -hmm. And he's on a noble crusade. Like, I love the theater experience. I have an AMC A-list card. I love going to the movie theater. I still got a movie pass. Oh, no, I don't. (laughs) <laughs> so I love the movie theater experience. I love getting the popcorn. I love seeing a scary movie with an excited crowd or a comedy with people that are going to laugh or, or mm-hmm. the Marvel movies. Going on an opening weekend to a Marvel movie is yep. like a freaking celebration. So those things are so much fun. I enjoy that. When they have like the different cars for like a Transformers movie or yeah. a Fast and Furious movie like outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, outside. Like it, it, it's still something that I love to do. But the problem is the reason attendance is down is for all the things I said. Cell phone usage. People talking during the movie. These, I mean, every time I go, there's a teenager talking to another teenager. Their, their phone's on full brightness, and I'm thinking they and don't even care to be here. Especially when you can just torrent the movie a week after it's out. But not that. It's it's beyond that. Before that was our only option. Now, guess what? I can stay home with Netflix and Hulu mm-hmm. and everything else, and I'm getting the same quality. Yep. At home, and I don't have to worry about those teenagers or the cell phone usage or missing something because I had to go to the bathroom or fill in the blank. 
Well, I also think part of it is the speed at which things are being released and coming out, too, is accelerating as well. And so when you've got something going to Netflix two or three months later, it doesn't feel like it's been a while since it came out to theaters. It doesn't feel like you've no. missed out on anything. It used to It used to be like a year before well, it hit yeah, Netflix. Yeah, because they had to get it onto... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Netflix, yes. Netflix, things are going on there. But I mean, just home distribution took so much longer before because they had to physically mm -hmm. get the VHS tapes made. <laughs> you had to make those, get the film on it, yeah. print the stuff, get it. I mean, you want to see well, Pocahontas again? Next year, kid. Releases are also done so much to create the hype again to make, oh, yeah, the, yeah, to make the sure. money for it. Like, you want to be excited that the DVD is coming but, out now okay. because it wasn't in theaters for so long. You only saw it once in theaters and now it's been another but year. But even more removed from that, Blu-rays and DVD sales are at an all-time low. Digital media is on the rise. And what that tells me is people want, you know, it's content now on my, you know, that's what I want. We're also moving away from ownership of things. We used to think we had to own a DVD or own a VHS. We to, could see it whenever we want. To support it, yeah. We no longer have to own these things. We're in, we're in a shared marketplace now where everything is sort of rented and we only need to use, you know, spend $15 on a streaming service, get everything that you could possibly imagine that you need instead so, of having to have the ownership of so it. So then if we all agree that Steven Spielberg's argument is wrong, we're, we're not wrong, but we're in disagreement with him. We can all say that. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we're in disagreement with that. We might be in agreement that it might be good to save the movie going experience. What would that be for you guys? What does that look like for you? If, if, if you could change one thing about the movie going experience that would make you want to go more often besides the price. Okay. What, <laughs> what would it be? I like uh, when you go, like uh, Disney has the like the dine-in movie theater. Yeah, I think more niche things like that. You know, what I mean, like what are some extra experiences? Like you go to Universal and like they have like a bar in the so you all right, hey, let's show up an hour before the movie and get a drink and then head into the movie, or you know, go go to an earlier showing and then after the movie, let's go grab a drink right here in the movie theater. Okay. You know, or we can see two movies and get a drink in between. So you think like, the niche stuff? Well, they're, and and they're already doing that. I mean, you see like IMAX, 40x, yeah. 3D showings, you know, dine-in theaters. All but those are extracurriculars, I guess. Okay. You know? My favorite movie-going experience is the Alamo Draft House. Mine too. And it's it's tragic that we don't have one anywhere near us mm -hmm. here in Florida. But the fact that it's not just a dine-in theater, they're actually bringing you film that they have catered to their audience. You've got. Um, themed nights. Themed nights where you can see like multiple films in a row. They'll do theme weeks. They'll do themed months. They'll do build-ups for different releases. They're actually paying amazing. attention to their movie goers, not just trying to put well, out whatever's new. What they're doing next. is it is it is a dine-in theater, but the focus is the films. Exactly. I saw two of my favorite films in Alamo Draft Houses. I've seen several, but uh, one was um, Attack the Block, which is one of my all-time favorite films, which mm -hmm. you guys haven't seen. See that. And I also saw Starship Troopers at an Alamo Draft House. Yes. But what happened was they gave everybody cap guns to shoot at the screen <laughs> at either the aliens or actors that they didn't like. <laughs> Let me tell you. When was this? Aliens, when was this? Aliens didn't get didn't get much of the cap fire. It was mainly the acting <laughs> that got it. But I love that movie. I, I love that movie, movie so much. So good. But that was a lot of fun. And they yeah, they theme it. So yeah, yeah. just. I saw Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. With two of the actors there, two of the yeah, kids and they as do adults. Q and A's. It and was stuff. amazing. Yeah, That's, yeah, yeah. That sounds that sounds like it'd be amazing. It's cool. Experience. Yeah, those are cool. So Tim, what for you would would fix the movie going experience? Maybe want you to have I, you there more. I, I would have to agree with Mike with all of that. That would be amazing to have here. But something that I grew up with, and something back home where I used to live, that was right down the street was a drive-in theater. Hmm. I mean, we would go. You'd spend ten bucks. 
you'd see two movies and you could bring whatever you wanted to bring. There were people that, yeah, they had snacks and all their stuff, but there were people bringing trucks with barbecues in the back. I mean, mm-hmm. and they would make an event of it. There is one in Claremont, actually. There's one in Lakeland that's even closer that's oh, yeah. really, really so, good. But yeah, I mean... Uh, uh, and if you have a really comfortable car or something, like really it's nice... It's great for dates, yeah. mm-hmm. for sure. But we don't really have bench seating in our cars anymore, do we? No. 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 Bucket seats are the worst. But but trust me, when when the, when the mood is right, that transmission shifter, that, that gear shifter. Whoa don't get whoa in the whoa way. whoa I mean, whoa! We don't whoa, want to hear about your whoa. dildo experience. Whoa, a, here, it buddy. don't get in the way. Morgan, <laughs> Morgan, we know you were in Afghanistan. We get it. Okay, we get it. All right, know, keep that Mike's stuff to yourself. All right. Listen, Remind me not to drive was, your car. It was war. All right. <laughs> Sacrifices war, had to be made. And we were in love. <laughs> Brought to you by Steven Spielberg and Netflix. <laughs> The movies yes. he doesn't want yeah. you to see. Yeah. <laughs> the movie you don't want to see. So, and then the other thing, I know I said price is another thing, but price I think also does play a part into it. I just think it's an easy answer. Like, oh, if everything was cheaper, we'd do more of it, yes. Yeah. But uh, at the same time... Theater's got to make money. Well, yes, but it's like their their prices have gone up and up and up, and so what we're seeing are theaters saying... You know, less people are coming to the movie theater. What do we do? Raise prices. Less people are coming to the movie theater. What do we do? Raise prices. Less people are coming to the movie theater. What do we do? Side explosion. Raise prices. (laughs) Like they just keep raising prices to make up for less people going, Mm -hmm. but that's driving more people away. Mm It's like you have a lemonade stand. You're like, no one's buying our $5 lemonade. What do we do? Make it $10 lemonade. (laughs) We're going to get them. We got to make up for that. Yeah, we got to make up for all these joggers that pass us. $15 lemonade. We're going to get them. So. All right, so that's the Steven Spielberg Netflix drama. We'll give you guys any uh, follow-ups on that if there are any, but there is one follow-up to a story that we talked about last week, and that is the drama surrounding Captain Marvel. So Captain Marvel is coming out soon. Be sure to come back here to hear our review on it. Oh, we're going to review it. All of our thoughts. We're going to review the crap out of Captain Marvel. It's going to be a review review. We're going to review that thing hard. So come back here to listen to the review, but there was a little update on that story. And the story was uh, Brie Larson, the star of Captain Marvel, had made some statements that some people took out of context. So they said, all right, you don't want us at the movie. We are going to, you know, not come. Like, you don't want straight white guys. We're not going to go, blah, blah, blah. Even though that's not what she said. So what they did was they went to Rotten Tomatoes. And on Rotten Tomatoes, before a film comes out, there's an interested meter. Okay? You cannot review a film before it comes out on Rotten Tomatoes. Why not? Because it's not out yet. You haven't seen it. You can't put a review on there. Now, <laughs> you better be asking IMDb that question, because IMDb allows people to review movies before they're out. But I think I, this movie sucks. Nobody, yeah, like, it doesn't come out for another down. year. Yeah. They're Ever, still in pre-production. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody uses IMDb to just, who, who's in this movie? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's, it's weird. This but, script sucks. Yeah, <laughs> but but Rotten Tomatoes doesn't allow that. But what they like I said, what they allow you to do is interact with an interested meter, and that just gives you a gauge of like how many people are excited to see this movie. So people went on there and said, well, I'm going to tell them I'm not excited to see it. So it dropped from like 95% down to like 24%. Okay. Of people interested in seeing People it. interested. Once again, people interested. And see, this is now where the other side started to overreact. These people that are voting overreacted from statements that were taken out of context. Now these people are overreacting because Rotten Tomatoes has now taken away the ability to interact with the interested <laughs> meter on these films. So they've changed the way you interact with these movies. And I thought, how stupid is that? Because... As far as I can tell, that's a pretty good indicator of if people are interested in seeing the movie. 
it's not all people. It's just saying people on this site, how many of them are interested? Maybe those statements, even though they were taken out of context, did draw drive a lot of people away. There's been a huge influx in what they said the opening weekend is going to be for this movie. Some were saying 80, some were saying 100, some were saying 160. You're seeing all these different things. You know, now it's a Marvel movie. It should open great regardless, but it'll be interesting to see if that interested meter is closer to what the opening weekend box office numbers are. So to, I could text somebody real fast and find out the actual estimation for it if you want. No. No. Okay. Text Brie Larson? No, Brie doesn't know. <laughs> Brie doesn't know. Brie. She's not a numbers girl. BL doesn't she likes, know. She likes got, to act. I got my guy. I got my guy. Brie Brie don't know. Uh-huh. Brie Brie don't know. I'm going to find out. So what do you what do you guys think about uh, think Rotten Tomatoes taking away the ability to do the whole interested or not interested? I don't, in a movie? I don't know if if taking it away is the right answer. It's just uh, to me now you're not getting a real estimate of people interested or not interested. I mean, well, technically you are, but it's not organic. It's not an organic feeling. It's not like, oh, well, based on the movie, I'm interested in it. This is based on. What an actor said. Now you're interested. Yeah, I know, in but it. that, but that. So now it's, you're not. It's are a, you interested? Not how are you interested? Yeah, yeah. And and the issue is, is. But they, now you're not getting an organic. It's. I it's think very, it's a, whatever you wherever you fall on that is organic. Whether you're interested or not, it doesn't matter how you came to that conclusion. It's just are you interested? If you're not because of the actor or the actress saying something, or you are because of the actor or the actress said something, it doesn't matter. It's just are you interested? Not why are you interested then, or not? Well, then maybe they removed it and they're going to put something a little bit more. I don't. They just removed it. Uh, but yeah, but here's my uh, problem: is is the clickbait articles are saying people are review bombing Captain Marvel and it's got the lowest problem. I'm like, they're not review bombing. <laughs> like, so now you have groups saying they are going to review bomb when it drops, and then you have other groups saying they're just going to say it's the greatest movie ever when it drops to counteract the people that are saying it's terrible. So the answer is. If you're interested in a movie, go see it. And if you like it, keep it to yourself. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think I think the whole thing is dumb, and it's just welcome to the age of the internet, where this is this, these are the things we talk about. I just thought like, it was crazy that the actual like Rotten Tomatoes changed their website, their website because of this. I was like, that's crazy. I don't know. I don't know. I think they should have just why, kept it. Why? I mean, but why would they change it? Why would they do that though? Because of the clickbait articles articles because people don't understand what the interested meter is people don't even understand let's take this time to explain to people what rotten tomatoes is people get so upset about rotten tomatoes and they say here's 10 reviews that rotten tomatoes got wrong okay and they give you this list and they give you a percentage and people think oh that's the percentage of the movie that's how good or bad the movie is that is not what rotten tomatoes does rotten tomatoes first of all is an aggregate an aggregator site so they take in reviews from all these other sites more importantly, it's not how good a movie is. It's how many people liked the movie, not how much they liked the movie. Yeah, There's a distinction there. So when Fight Club has a 45% on Rotten Tomato, that doesn't mean it's a 45% out of 100% of a good movie. Good movie. It means 45% of the audiences liked it. Right. I'd say that's pretty – when it came out, it was probably 45% of the audience that liked that movie. Yeah. And you got to think – They weren't ready. They weren't ready for Brad Pitt to drop truth bombs. Is that forty five percent of the people who saw the movie or people reviewers? Of, of no, reviewers. no, actual forty five percent of their of the audience of, that saw it before it came out of reviewers. All right, sixty five percent were the one percenters who couldn't handle it. Yeah, and so the point the, the, the <laughs> one percent Rotten Tomatoes sixty five percent were yeah. the one percent. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes is that it was all IKEA fans, <laughs> all IKEA furniture fans. It's everybody that talked it did about terrible in Sweden. Yeah, right. 
So so it's a good it's a good site to glance at. Like if you say, oh, you know what, I'm interested in a movie. Let me see what the reviewers said. It's good to say, oh, you know what, most people like this movie or most people didn't. It doesn't say how good. There's a separate rating on Rotten Tomatoes that'll tell you what its score out of ten is. Rot- that just tells you how many liked it, not how much they liked it. Rotten Tomatoes to me is the Wikipedia of movie reviews. Wikipedia, you're you're not going. That's not like if you're looking something up and you and, don't and, cite it. And, yeah, no. Ever. That's if you're your, if you're looking something you up, cite the references in Wikipedia. And you're, oh, guys, come that's on. what I've been doing wrong all these years. And you just want and you just need somewhere to start. Go, I go to Wikipedia. I I mean, like I, my academic research, all that. I'll start at Wikipedia, and then that from, terrifies me. From Wikipedia, you know what I mean? Like I'll go on to you know actual research that's websites. Where I you know, so I to me it's like all right. I don't say it, you know what I mean. Like, if I, I you know before I go to any other review, I'll go to Rotten Tomatoes, and then from Rotten Tomatoes, I'll go to all right this review or this review or this review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and then it's always smart. Once again, make up your own mind. I tell people all the time, the value you have as a human being has nothing to do with the media you consume. All right, like you're not a better person because you listen to NPR. NPR, well, for sure, NPR. <laughs> no one's better for that. But, like, I can't stand it when someone says, like, oh, I love Taylor Swift, and people are like, I can't believe you. Like, like I don't know. I'm like, that's not a, it's not a personality trait. Or the, like, or it, the I haven't seen Star Wars. <gasps> you haven't. And people freak out about not seeing a movie. Yeah. It's like, all right, yeah, come yeah, on, yeah. get over it. Yeah, you yeah, haven't yeah. seen Star Wars? Oh, I, I have. Yeah, who hasn't? Come on. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, no, it's it's the same thing. And, and I don't know. It's just silly to me how people put so much stock into that. But any any last thoughts on the uh, Captain Marvel? Super backlash? stoked. Can't wait to see it. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be awesome. So come back here. We're Thursday very excited. Awesome. We're very excited. We hope it's going to be awesome. Once again, we haven't seen it. Just I had f- someone on Twitter spoil something huge for me. So I can't talk about anything right now. I'm very upset about that. I'm just, I, I was like, if I couldn't get any more excited about it, I completely forgot that's like in the 90s till I saw Captain Marvel won the trailers fall through a blockbuster. Yeah, there <laughs> I you was, go. I was, and I'm like, oh my god, that's right. This is like in the '90s. Well, like, the so other thing to get I'm, you excited. I'm looking forward to like all or these, in like, Alaska. All these '90s like references and stuff. Like that's what I'm looking forward. You're to. in ni- you're, you're either in the '90s or <laughs> modern day Alaska. <laughs> There's two options, and so, they're the same thing. It will end. The crazy thing is, after Captain Marvel comes out, then we have what two and a half weeks, three and then weeks, it's, then it's Endgame. Yeah. <laughs> And we're there. We're in the end game now. We're in the end game now. All right, enough about that. So, our next story. You sure? Uh, I mean, like, I, I we can talk a little bit more oh, about Marvel. Like, we got some Marvel. We got plenty. We got plenty of Marvel stuff. We got plenty of Marvel stuff all the time. The Punisher. Oh, we missed that review. We might do that, but I don't want to. I don't want to tease. I don't want to. I don't want to be a liar. So many things I want to say about this garbage. Go ahead and tweet at us if you want a Punisher. Yeah, we'll we'll work on the social media stuff. You guys can let us know if you want to hear it. So next up, we have Walmart. Facing backlash, which is wild to me because everyone loves Walmart. <laughs> Can't believe there would be any backlash for that company. Right. So a great humanitarian cause. The problem that here is, is that I got some my people have. Tumbler. All right. Are we ready? Can I talk now? Jeez, Louise, you guys go crazy. We're so quiet. It doesn't so matter. We're so quiet. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Your voice is so much loud there. <laughs> you like to uh, speak into the mic. So. Walmart is You're facing like backlash. Big black thing right by your face. Walmart Ooh. is facing backlash. Look, 
What is in that energy drink? I don't know. Mango Loco. <laughs> Walmart <laughs> is facing backlash because they're getting rid of their greeters. Wait, what? So the retirees are being retired again? I'm so glad you said retirees. <laughs> I thought you were saying something else. It starts with R-E-T. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. I did see what that sentence I was like, started. I was like, oh, uh, <laughs> Mute. Mute. Don't do it. I Don't do it. My finger couldn't get to the button fast enough. <laughs> I'm oh not Mike. God. I'm not going to drop that bomb on this The retirees, podcast. yes. Retirees and other people, all right, um, differently abled people are most of the people that make up the greeters at Walmart. So there's a lot of people upset because they're saying Walmart's getting rid of this position. Now a lot of these people are going to be out of work. So I want to know, first of all, what you guys think about this. And then I want to know if you've ever had a good experience with a Walmart greeter. I'm going to tell you right now, my boy Matthew, he's moving up to management. <laughs> I got no doubt in my mind. Well, he better or he's going to be out of the job. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, they better be moving him up. He's the best greeter I've ever known. Fantastic dude. The, uh, the and what Walmart is this at? This is the Walmart in Castleberry, Florida. Castleberry, Florida. Castleberry, Florida. Let me Goes ahead of Matthew before what he gets the What kind of berries? Castleberry. Let, let me guess. He, he no. lets you get out without checking the receipt. He does. Wait, 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 wait. No, no. That's not a greeter. That's an anti-greeter. If he's checking your receipt. Greeters do both these Security. days. Security. Yeah, the, the greeters When's do both. When's last time Walmart? No, 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 they no, 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 no. They say hello Greeters don't check your receipts. Yeah, no, no. Greeters don't check your receipts. That's a separate position. They also make sure when you're returning an item, they put the little sticker on it and send you to customer service. Yep. I'm just saying. Greeters are literally the people that when you walk in, they say, hi, welcome to When's Walmart. When's the last time y'all were in Walmart? Just. Okay. <laughs> like a, to be like honest. Days ago. Three days ago. Uh, yeah. Okay. To be honest, though, I'm typically at a Walmart when I don't think they have greeters scheduled. Mm. Okay. Yeah that, so that, yeah. that might be a part of it. I'm never at a Walmart from like 9 to 11. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I, I don't typically interact with them. I don't remember ever having a good experience uh, with a greeter. I, I do feel Walmart I feel unless it's past ex- 11 p.m. Ex- exactly. It's just swamped. Mm-hmm. So. True. I. I do feel bad for these people that will possibly be out of a job. Um, I was shocked to see the backlash, though, like the amount of backlash well, the, the, online. The backlash is that um, they they're they're changing because they're 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 not exactly getting rid of the job. They're changing they're changing the responsibilities and the requirements for the job. To where that now people who are disabled, which is a lot of mm-hmm. the people who are greeters, are now not able to do that job. Oh. And so now, and so there's actually a lawsuit in four states against uh, for for EEO violation. Have they given a reasoning for making being? They probably just want them their position to do they, um, to do more. Well, yeah, they're they're trying to make it to where that uh, that position does more security and does more of the cart work. Like the people like going and moving carts and stuff, which then they can't greet me if they're moving carts. Well, that's that. Right. It's, it's I, I don't think they're going to be called greeters anymore, though. But they'll be anti greeters. I told you. Yeah. Now I'm imagining some of the greeters I've seen chasing us down in security and, outfits. And that well, that's and that's the backlash mm-hmm. is that I don't know if they're walkers or make it. Which even and even the C uh, the CEO has even said that all he's he's told all store managers that they should make every effort. To find these people another position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They said they were going to try and find them another position. Everyone's saying, well, that's not going to happen, and there's not much else they can do. I mean... Hey, hey, hey. 
anybody can I wanna, push a broom. But, I mean, well, but I, at the same time, well, not what necessarily. Is, what it is depends. here's here's my if you're thing. in a wheelchair. Here's here's right. my thing. Just just to be the devil's advocate here. All right, the devil's advocate for Walmart, which is not an easy position to be in. I know <laughs> that really is the devil's advocate. Yeah, that really is the devil's advocate. I get that. But just to say, like. They are attempting, at least like they've said, and all we can do is take them by their word. I mean, it's not like we can go to some conspiracy yeah, let's take, theory. Let's like, take the CEO well, of no, Walmart's just, word for it. Well, I'm just it. saying, I mean. Sam Walton. There you go. <laughs> Old Roy dog food, man. <laughs> I'm just going to say, like, what responsibility do they have beyond trying to find them another position in the store as a, as a place of business, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, to make they don't. sure that when they file for unemployment, that these people get it. What's going to happen is EEO is going to come after them, and they're just going to shut down the entire position altogether. It, it's going to be absorbed into. We no longer have greeters. Then, yeah, it, it's kind of one of those things. It's like um, when Princeton or Harvard had to take down all of their online classes because it wasn't uh, mm. available for the hearing impaired. Yeah, they, they're like, well, it's too cost. It's it's ineffective for us to put the money into making these all online subtitled. So, so they just got rid of them. So Same you guys are in agreement then, like them them even halfway trying to find them another position at the store is more than we can expect a company to do. Yeah, I or don't should think we Walmart, expect more. Well, we should expect more, but while we all know should Walmart's we? <laughs> I would all, uh, um, real quick, not to I don't mean to interrupt. It's my turn to interrupt. Uh, the fact checker has pointed out that um, EEO law does not mean that the business have to hire or keep people just because they are disabled so if a job position does change they are legally able to let them go yeah but i'm sure they're gonna find like mike said they're gonna find some sort of way to angle it so they can get mm -hmm. something well, out I of mean, walmart but yeah. then what you know walmart's answer is gonna be fine we don't have the position anymore yeah. it's welcome gone. to america it's, it's a right to work country the You're thing all is fired they're 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 business there to make money like they got rid of most of their cashiers when they started putting in the self-checkout here's what i can say here's what i can say here's what i can say now look for a huge influx of workers at goodwill <laughs> they're gonna have some hiring days at freaking goodwill it all right it, let me tell you what because work at goodwill. well not just weird, weird people, people but i'm saying like i've there, seen man. i've seen a lot of people at our local goodwill that seemed, you know, like they're given they're given just enough to do. They are differently abled and they do a great job, you know. And that, I love going that was to Goodwill. a really nice way of putting it. It is. I mean, I'm I'm being serious. I'm just saying, like, you think about a Walmart greeter, you think about Goodwill, you think about Salvation Army. I think mm -hmm. as yep. well, yep. right? Same. Yep. I mean, maybe this is Walmart's loss. I mean, all some these, people online were saying all these. All these some some people some people online were saying, well, that was you know the greeter was the brightest spot of visiting your locations. So I'm not gonna shop there. Anymore. I have never had a positive experience with any Walmart employee. I, I haven't either. A single. I tried to buy one. a game there once. The guy that had the keys worked in the deli. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'll take the um, I'll take Halo Two and um, half pound of the uh, salami. <laughs> Like it's the same keys. How do you want it's that the cut? Same, yeah, it's the same set of keys. And, and How do you dozen, want that cut? A dozen yeah. slices of feta. Yeah. He's like, well, do you want a sample of the Halo 2? I'm like, yeah, give me a sample. <laughs> it tastes a little plasticky. Yeah. It's a little, little chewy, but I'll take it. You know, it's not the best cut, but I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. It, it's just, it's wild. Walmart is, like, like here's what I tell people. Walmart's crazy. I don't, but, but here's the thing. Crazy? Here's the thing. Here's they the thing. suck. If like, you, no, 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 no. But here's the thing. I, I tell people this all the time. Your enjoyment of just about anything, but specifically a business or, or a restaurant or, or something you go to, it's all about expectations, okay? Walmart has done a great job 
of lowering my expectations over the last decade. Doesn't okay. mean doesn't mean you have to like it. No, no, no. no. I'm not saying it, it means you have to like it, but I'm saying when I go in, my expectation is not that I'm going to have a great customer service experience. It's going to be that, oh gosh, it's two in the morning. We've got to put this acoustic paneling up. I'm out of adhesive spray. So where am I going to go for adhesive spray at two in the morning? I'm going to go to Walmart. Now, am I expecting a great customer service experience? No, I'm expecting them to be open. Are you like, doing cash or card, Jerk? Yeah. This, this, one, this one only accepts cash. This one accepts card. Which one are you doing? Yeah, there's always problems that with the cash or the happened. card. And or... that was a true story, actually, of your of a, of a Walmart experience. I mean, it, it, you know, so I'm just saying, like, if the expectation is just that they're going to be open and most likely have what you want at a low at a low price, mind you. I mean, oh, I, 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 I buy great value. I buy great value okay, brand. So, so that's what I'm saying. You don't buy great value because the customer that's service experience. No, you buy it because of the price. Do you know why the price is so low? Because, because they cut their freaking disabled employees. <laughs> there you go. So if you want to keep buying great value, that's fine. But their blood is on your hands. But um, no, it's your I fault, like like is it, I I think Walmart is allowed to do it. You know what I mean? Like I think if they want to do it legally, they can do it. But I still do. We know how long do we know how long that program's been around? Can uh, we find that the out? Greeter pro- the, the greeter, greeter program. Position. It's yeah. not a program. It's a no, no, no. position. I know, like, but I'm just saying, how long have they been t- how, touting this greeter position as a position for people who are differently abled? I would be interested to know how long that's been going on. And also, they it have until... the entire life of Walmart. No, 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 no. I know. It was definitely like after Super Walmart was introduced. They, and uh, they have until the end of Super April. It was like Walmart. They were told like April 27th or 28th or something like that. Hmm. And, and once again, that's, that's when everything's changing. It started and that's when... in the 80s. The greeters at Walmart was in the 80s? Yeah, they started in the 80s. Wow. Wow. I started in the 80s. <laughs> it's crazy. 80s. 80s. And 80s, ladies. And it started in Crowley, um, Louisiana. Wow. 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 Way down south wow. in the Cajun mouth. Go. All right. So that was Walmart facing backlash. Um, I want to go to another story now that really warmed my heart. Okay, brought a tear to my eyes, and that was 36-year-old Oregon man was missing for five days. Missing for five days. He and his dog were missing. There was a huge snowstorm. They thought he was dead. They thought he was a goner. They found him and his dog alive five days later in his car. The man said that he survived those five days because of one thing. Leftover Taco Bell sauce packets in his car <laughs> kept this man going. So I don't ever want to hear any one of you complain about being hungry or this, that, and the other. But I will say this. Next time you're in a, a drive-thru and they forget your sauce, they're not just saying, oh, I don't want you to have something to put your chicken nuggets in. <laughs> they're hoping you die in a frozen tundra somewhere. Okay, so what's the reaction on this? So this blew my mind. This is amazing. Taco Bell will put a little fire in your belly. So so they kept him warm. The dog was alive. He was just. I need to see what was coming out the other end after day three. So the dog that was, snow around the car wasn't pretty. The, so this the dog did survive. He was just missing his white meat. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. No, the dog was fine. He was fine. And, and so, so where did where did they go to the bathroom? They're f- five days. Well, it was five days in their car. He said he would peri- periodically turn on the engine to warm things up, and then turn it off because he didn't want to run out of gas. And you know, I'm guessing he was a 
parsing out little bits of the sauce packet at a time. <laughs> I don't know exactly the number of sauce packets or which this sauce like it was. Behind enemy line style. Yeah. <laughs> I get three drops this morning. He's, put, he's, he's like, putting his finger out in his snorting line. I had, I had four drops of fire sauce. I was feeling greedy. <laughs> so, but I mean, I mean, were they able to exit the vehicle yeah, to, yeah, to yeah, take yeah, a dump? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Yes, yeah. Where was this? Oregon. 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 I just say Oregon. I don't know where in Oregon. I just know it's a frozen tundra right now. It probably all looks the same. I, if I remember from geography classes, it's a very hilly place. <laughs> lots of peaks. Lots of valleys. North, lots of snow. North. Trees. They love trees. Big trees. Mm-hmm. Big trees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. North, Big trees. Northeast. Yeah, it's kind of northwest. In a... Northwest. Northwest. <laughs> northwest. Can you imagine someone wants to go to Oregon? They end up in freaking Rhode Island. <laughs> what is going on? You'll, thank, is... me. Yeah. You'll <laughs> thank me. You'll thank me. You're welcome. Yeah. Like, man, these these postcards are terrible <laughs> representations of this place. That was oh my god. I saved you from going to Oregon. All right. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Oh my gosh. So Tim. Would you have survived the five days on sauce packets? The answer is no. No. Because you don't get fire sauce. You get hot sauce. Like an idiot. Hot sauce is not going to keep you alive. This should be a wake-up call to you. Yeah. So it's Diablo or nothing. That's right. Oh, Diablo's gross. I get one of each. Oh, so in case you and Flavia both get stranded, yeah, she can have the verde. Listen, you can have. The, he's stuck the with fire. his dog. I'm stuck with my wife. Like, like, listen, th- you know, these are dire situations now. Like. You know that dog's not the dog. Be the dog will, his ear off. The dog will pee outside. I no, mean. no. If it was a man and his wife stuck in the car, the man would have been found dead. It's <laughs> like I'm just gonna try and find help. Good, good luck. Yeah. If you walk right. out into the wilderness, I got some numbers for you. Oh, and this is this is a throwback to Indi- Captain Marvel. Industry estimates are 130 to 150, but to the press it's 120. Yeah, and and the reason they do that. Oh, it's no. because a wait, studio, wait, wait. a studio that's never twenty million. Yes, a studio, oh, no. a studio doesn't want egg on their face, so the studio's estimate is always lower than what they actually think it's going to be because you always right. want to come above for your, you for your for your for your company and your stockholders. Oh, we did better than what we projected. Oh, <laughs> we did so good. So it's always going to be lower from the studio to the press. A hundred and eighty percent increase yeah, from our exa- production. Yeah, that, that, that's the way they do it. But yeah. thank you for those numbers. Very, very cool. Yeah. So you have Brie Larson on on Speed mm-hmm. Dollar there. Very cool. Very cool. Pixar I'm surprised she's talking to me still. All right. So that was well, our that Taco Bell survivor. Now, Morgan, you are man on the on the beat for this. Man on the street. You're going to talk about SpaceX and what they've done. Space recently. Yeah. So go ahead, take um, it away. So recently, uh, SpaceX was able to attach, uh, to launch a module and attach it to the International Space Station, uh, which is which has a number of interesting uh, implications of, of of what we can be doing in the future. In this instance, they, it was unmanned. They had a dummy, and they're just testing, I guess, how uh, uh, G forces and turning rotations and stuff. Um, so it was unmanned, but the people, the, the astronauts in the ISS, um, were able to go in and open the capsule and, and they, retrieve the dummies. And they specifically, I just remember them specifically saying, when you talk about it was unmanned, like the whole thing was to simulate them, you know, the idea of this capsule is to move people now mm-hmm, for the first mm-hmm. time. So they simulated like every single check and oxygen supply tank and everything that they would need to have someone on there. They did, went through all the same stuff. The safety dolls get were it made sure that they were going to survive. Yeah. So which hotels are at the space station right now? 
if we go by 2001 A Space Odyssey, uh-huh. there's the Hilton. Yep. And then if you're on the cheap going to the moon, they have the Embassy Suites. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, thought it was, I thought that was a Hojo. You're right. It's a it's a Howard Johnson. That's the cheap version. Yeah. It's, the, it's a Howard Johnson, which always cracked me up. It's a I'm like, you're, you're going to the moon. Spend a little on the help. <laughs> but, Come uh, on. Get the reward points. But what, you know, for me, uh, there's two really interesting implications. Uh, one, you know, I'm all on board with the private the privatization uh, the privatization I'm sorry of this uh, of space and the space industry and this idea that you know SpaceX isn't the only private company trying to do this by the no, way no and Amazon they're just throwing their the, hat in the ring as well the, and I'm all for it let's do it oh yeah I mean let, I mean you think you think two day delivery is great wait for two second delivery they launch a freaking rocket at your house <laughs> for that subscribe and save you're like I needed some Charmin it's boom getting, it's getting shot from there's the a satellite sonic, there's a sonic boom you're like what was that it was the toilet paper honey go back to sleep but it, yeah I mean like I'm, I'm and so or that's I'm, I'm excited itself. so I'm, I'm excited for this these private companies to, to start implementing space travel here's my question though and i pose this question to a few other people um what are they seeing let's try and put our thinking caps on here what are these multi-billion dollar companies seeing is the future of this because i see amazon i see spacex i see all these 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 really great companies throwing their hats in the ring with moving people through space and i think all right tourism could be one option tourism. but but is that that's going to be that's going to be such a niche group for the next 25 years it's going to be so expensive it's going to be so scary for some people you know you, you're removing yourself further and further from the mass population if you're just looking at tourism travel what i know yeah. but travel that's what i'm saying tourism travel but i'm saying travel to what well eventually travel to Maybe we'll have the, know, a space station where we're living outside of the maybe, atmosphere. Maybe that's what it is. But what do you think? Travel to Mars. What do you think? How, but how are they going to make money off of that? That's my question. Are they just going to turn around and sell it to the government? Is it a government contract they're after? Or is there something else they're seeing that we're not? And that's why they're in this. Because we just talked about Walmart. We say, what do we expect from a company? We expect the company to be in business to do what? Make money. money. What are they seeing that we're not? Mm-hmm. Why are all these companies throwing their hat in the ring? Because I'm thinking tourism and moving people is just such a small fraction of that. Is it is it trash? Is it getting rid of our trash? Amazon is it learn is it learning how to grow things in outer space? I mean, imagine if we have if we can, if we can, the first person that can figure out how to grow something on the moon. Oh yeah, look space out. Farms? No kidding. I mean, or even if it's something that's just in orbit that we're growing. I mean, I don't know. I mean, what do you guys think? What do you guys think about Amazon's that? Amazon's putting a distribution center. I mean, <laughs> think about it. It's like, it's like the space elevator just shoots it down to your house. We've all got tubes going up like Futurama style to the moon. They just throw it in. Thump. Oh Get sucked in. Every comes right house to your door. has a tube yeah, to the moon. An Amazon tube. But what do you, I mean, what do you guys think it is? Is there something I've missed? I mean, I was just thinking about it. I was like, man, these companies getting involved in this. It can't just be about travel. Well, you also got to think companies, especially when right now there's not even a viable destination. These mega, these mega big corporations. Um, How big are they? They are mega big. <laughs> they're not mega. They're not big. Well, they're you know what we could big. say before we go any further: if Walmart throws mega their hat big. in the ring with the space travel, maybe the greeters will get another chance. Oh, let's send, let's send the greeters. <laughs> Load them up and send them to the moon. You're like there goes the short rocket. Yep. All right. So, what were you saying, Morgan? Mega big companies, come on. Mega big companies. Um, you know, it's also not about making money 
I have finished two chalices, by the way. Thank you. We're, we're all very proud. I'm glad you brought us these boiled peanuts. I think you stopped to get you boiled peanuts and realized you'd have to offer them. I was hungry. So Mega big company. <laughs> I'm trying mega to get big to my peanuts. mega... Now you I have, have a mega big point to make. Now I have peanuts on my mind. Um, peanut brain. But, uh, penis brain. What? But, I mean, these companies, it's not just about how much money can we make in the next six months. How much money can we make in the next year? How much money can we make in the next ten years? Where's the future of this company? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you know what I mean? And that's why I think these 15, are decisions but they don't for 100 years from now, from 50 years okay, from now. That's great. That's great long term. But these companies don't make a decision unless they say to their investors and their board of directors, in five years, mm-hmm. this right. is where the return is. There has to be a tangible return for the people so who are I'm putting money So I'm wondering how are they going to position themselves in the short term? Because long term, yeah, the answer is there. Long term, we don't know where we're going to be in 50 years as far as space travel or mm-hmm. where a destination will be. Right now, there is no viable destination. Right? We can't just drop tourists and greeters off on the moon or Mars since they have fun. Like There's no... But there, there's nothing there. Hyper travel is a real, very real thing, and it's getting more and more difficult to do it on the ground. My only, I can only imagine travel, not just tourism, Uber? but actual travel, because Uber is planning on having, and in this next year, they're going to be launching hover Ubers in various cities around the world. All right, Mike. No, I'm not kidding. There's already platforms being built in Melbourne. I Australia. don't know what was in that mango logo. I'm just saying it's, <laughs> it's a real thing. No, yeah, no, there's platforms. They're yeah, called helicopters, got, Mike. You got yeah, extra loco. And getting out mango. the Google. Getting out the Google. Yeah, you have fun with that. The point is, I mean, maybe it is. Maybe maybe we're thinking too big. I mean, short term, maybe maybe it is more about getting around our own planet more efficiently. Yep. I mean, I can't imagine that's more efficiently though to leave the atmosphere and then re-enter it. That can't be. You can't see a return on that. It's the fuel usage but, alone. And not to, I, I also think, you know, there's a lot. Like, as far as... Do you have Elon Musk on speed dial? <laughs> <laughs> as Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Get Jeff. Get Jeff let, Bezos. Let's get them... Oh, Elon get Musk so let's in get, here right now. Let's get them calling in. Let's tell get them, those call-ins right now. Tell them the Snap Crackle Podcast I'm wants DMing, to speak to them. I'm DMing, Elon I'm DMing them both awesome. right now. I'm texting the chat group. Elon yeah, but Elon there's would. no smoking in the in the Elon studio here. So he might not like that. Um... But also, like all the all the valuable minerals in our planet are there's a lot more of it outside outside of, of our yeah, planet. Yeah. So that you know, some kind of mining resource. I was just saying, like gathering. farming, oh, mining, yeah. mining, stuff like yeah. that mining. would be. That's what, that's what I'm wondering yep. as well. Yep, yep. That Bitcoins in space. Space bitcoins. <laughs> space bits. <laughs> space bits. Space bits. So does anyone else have anything else to say about SpaceX? Docking. Uh, I was going to say the second Space thing Center. that makes Space me really Center. excited for this. In 2011, uh, NASA uh, shut down the space shuttle program. Uh, by the way, my grandfather, my late grandfather, worked for NASA. He was uh, he he worked in like tourist areas, but now he's a Walmart greeter. Wait, he was a NASA greeter. He was a NASA greeter. <laughs> he he was a NASA <laughs> greeter. Yeah. Now he's a Walmart. But, uh, and then the government shut him down. See, Why wasn't there more outrage then? <laughs> the eagle has greeted. So, so, uh, but so I have a lot of fond memories of of going on, yeah, on these tours cool. and stuff with mm-hmm. my grandpa and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, you know, that's why I'm excited about this and space travel in general, Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, but, Final Frontier. Yeah, <laughs> um, sign me up. But also, with without without our space shuttles, American astronauts have been getting into space via Russia, Russia, like Russian rockets. Yep, Russian Russian space program. Which for the for, for for how big the NASA and the space 
race and everything was to America, that's embarrassing. It's embarrassing that America is having to rely on somebody else. We were the first okay, hold country up, hold up. to the moon. Are we not going to talk about the fact that space race itself was embarrassing? Just the fact that it existed? Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, my God. We've no, angered listen, the hippie. Listen, <sighs> we were the first country to the moon, and nobody can Lottie, take that away. I don't know. Nobody can take that away. I don't right? know why I'm friends with either listen, one of you. Listen, <laughs> I want you to – I want you – I'll film it. I want you – To jump to the moon. To, <laughs> We're going to film it right now. I want you to go to one, to go up to an astronaut and tell him the moon landing was fake. So I can film you getting punched in the face. I could care less whether it was real or fake. What I care about is the fact that we were so distracted by it for so many years and spent so much money on it. Because it's it was awesome. basically the wall of the Space 1960s. travel. There was an actual wall in the 1960s, though. <laughs> Thank you, Germany. But yeah, so too soon. A, a self-reliance on American on American space down. travel. Yeah. I, that's that. I, that's the other thing that gets me excited for. So why are why are we still spending sending people into space? Because in the International Space Station, we are still doing scientific experiments in space. Cool. Which is an international, which I think I'll just say this. My biggest worry about Americans using Russians to get up to the moon or the ISS, I mean, you think normal space food is bad? You haven't had Russian space food. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what is this, creamed beets? My gosh. Dried anchovies. Yeah. Have you traded the state at the Helsinki? And so... It's not Helsinki. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the Helsinki. That's crazy. All right. Uh, so we have another follow up story here. If Mike's done throwing stuff, we have another follow up story here. And that is Robert Kraft, who is the founder the, of Kraft Macaroni and Cheese. No, but he's the owner of the New England Patriots. Now, I know you're very passionate about this story. I, I wasn't here last week. You for weren't this. here last week. But, I mean, so this is a follow-up. So I don't want to get all the way in it, but kind of explain what happened mm-hmm. for those that missed last week's episode. Go ahead. Take it away. Uh, did you already make a ring joke? Yeah, I did in last week's intro. Yep. I did. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, damn it. So, uh, you, so basically the owner of the New England Patriots uh, was caught on tape. Uh, apparently he paid for sex. At a uh, massage parlor in Florida, Jupiter, uh, Florida, as one does. Jupiter, Florida, as one does. <laughs> I mean, and if if I hear someone's going to Jupiter, hey, you when, know what they're going. When on. when That's in one thing. when in Jupiter, when in Jupiter, um, space and race. if you've ever been to Jupiter, that is like the retirement home of all retirement homes. Like, Obviously, I in, hear the in, massage parlors in, are great. In, in the retirement home capital state, inside that state. This is the epicenter. This is, this is the, yes. <laughs> this is the nougaty, gooey, caramel center. More than the villages, though? Oh, the villages. Well, the villages have a lot of STDs, yes. Oh, my gosh. We're getting off topic. Wow, we are so off Robert topic. Kraft. So, Robert Kraft. And so, this is yeah, a follow-up. And he got, he got caught on film. Uh, Soliciting for sex. sex. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. But there was also a miss. There was some misinformation that was out there because... That same massage parlor was also the place of a sting operation. Which is how he got caught to begin with. F- but but it was for a separate, it was for... They were for sex trafficking. Sex maybe. trafficking, not prostitution. Yeah, and so, so his charges were prostitution, yeah. not anything to do with the sex trafficking ring so, so, that oh, was there. So he was soliciting the prostitute that was sex trafficked into the country. I don't that do the stings. That makes it much better. I don't that do the stings. That makes it much better. I don't run the stings. I'm just telling you what he was charged with and what he was charged on. We all know I'm my, not saying we he all know should my opinion. I'm, I'm morally opposed 
to prostitution, but I think that sex work is just like any other work. It needs to be legalized, it needs to be made safer, it needs to be, you know, exactly out there. I, I agree. Okay, but but I want to make sure that people understand when we say that we're talking about prostitution, which is two consenting adults, and the difference between that and sex trafficking is someone being taken against their will and being used as an object. Right. Okay. So correct. We just want to talk. Those are two separate things. Robert Kraft was not charged with the latter. He was charged with the former, which was just soliciting sex prostitution. It's a second degree misdemeanor. All right. Like the max thing he can get is like a year in prison, which I don't think anyone thought he was going to get. No. The other was a fine. This multi billionaire would be fined $5,000. <gasps> that's right. Why is that? First of all, out of his day. first of all, that's right. Why is he even pleading not guilty? Just okay, pay well, the $5,000. Okay, well, we didn't get to that. So that's the exciting thing. So we think, all right, it's going to be this simple thing. He pleads not guilty. That's the update. Now this is gonna. <laughs> now this, this is, is gonna getting be, interesting. Yeah, now <laughs> Jupiter's spending millions of tax dollars is, to what, prove he's a pervert. So, so what's the bigger story, this or Deflategate? Which one? Which one do you think is going to be bigger? Deflategate was no. Bigger. Deflategate went to the Supreme Court. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Deflategate was bigger, even though it shouldn't have been. This, unfortunately, is par for the course when it comes to NFL owners. I mean, Jerry Jones has been caught with stuff like this. I think it was the. Was the Bengals owner as well has been caught up in a prostitution ring as well? Like, I mean, it's just it's the NFL this is, owners. This and, is what rich it's, it's white what, people do, and, 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 what billionaires and, do. And it's like, you've like, seen Rat Race. It's that it's that <laughs> joke. I love that movie. That is I such a good movie. I forgot about that. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> was that the Predator? No, 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 no. So, gay cousin. What they Predator's talk about? Cousin, they yeah. talk about you know these NFL owners, and I heard someone say once, you know, it's like oh, like trying to get the owners to agree on something it's like hurting cats and i was like yeah it's like hurting billionaire cats <laughs> like they literally like the own, cats like like they own the league like you know this isn't the nba this isn't the mlb this isn't some of these leagues where the players actually have a voice and power and there's like other things like no mm-hmm. in the nfl if you're an owner like that's it like you do what you want i'm more interested to see what the nfl's reaction if there is any to this story will be, and I think it'll say even more if the NFL doesn't even acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be very interesting moving forward. I think it'll be good. Uh, compare comparing this, actually, and actually, I made the joke, but like com- maybe comparing this to the Flake Gate. You know, what I mean, same team. You know, just a player versus the uh, owner. The owner. What? Because the NFL went hard on Tom Brady for this. Once again, that's a player. Yeah. Even if he's the player. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. it's still a player. So that's what I'm saying. So see what the NF- how the NFL, which the NFL usually waits for the legal system to go th- to go through, and then I'm they usually make their, for that. But yes, make... famously, the NFL waits too long mm-hmm. for some of this stuff to go through. Yeah. And so they're going to wait for the legal system to take its course before they even make the before they even start their investigation. Their own personal investigation. So so it might be a while. What do you think, Mike? Ever been to Jupiter, Florida? Just drove by it today. Did you stop Where is for Jupiter any massage bars? <laughs> As somebody it's Jupiter, it's, it's, it's just down above south, like Fort Lauderdale, southeast. just above yeah. Palm. Okay. Um, it's Palm. actually the where the uh Miami Marlins have their spring training. Oh they share they share the stadium. Fact. They they share Roger Dean Stadium with uh the Cardinals. The Wow. St. Louis Cardinals. All right. That's how I know so much about Jupiter. Moving on, moving on. We're on our last little nugget of information. Tim has some interesting news about Stephen Avery Starr 
of making a murderer. Netflix is making a murderer. So what's the quick little update, Tim? So Catherine Zellner, his tweet, his, his his lawyer, defense attorney, yes, at 5 p.m. on the 25th of February, 2019, says every update we've won back to the circuit court. So what does that mean? She applied for in the appellate court. No, no, no. What does it mean? It means. Uh, it means they get to appeal everything. Everything. That's what it means. This yeah. is huge. And this yeah. is that means that he's going to essentially be able to have another trial. Yeah. Well, yes and no, because what she did was she just basically put in an appeal and another motion towards the state for destruction of evidence. Because they can't test the victim's bones because they gave it back to the family. Mm -hmm. These are evidence in a crime scene, and you give them back to the family. Why would you do that? Well, there's a lot of questions. But please, if you have not watched this show on Netflix, do yourself a favor. Go Curl up it. and watch it. It is really, really good because I know Morgan hasn't seen it. Have, have you seen not... it, Mike? Oh, season one, yes. There's more seasons, though, right? Yeah, there's, 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 there's a second season. Yeah, it's I okay. I didn't really get in. I didn't try the second season. You need to watch it just to get caught up, but it's it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. okay. It feels like they had enough enough actual material for like four episodes, but it's like eight. Was it eight or ten? Yeah, it's yeah. like eight episodes. So it, they got to stretch they, this out. They stretch like, it and, out. Maybe Steven Spielberg has a you, point. And it, <laughs> It literally brings you up Full to almost circle. current date. Okay. And then, yep. you know, afterwards, well, Ben's been following. Yeah, I've been since. following her on Twitter. I was like, well, now season three is going to be a bummer because I'm following this as it's happening. Mm. Yeah. Forget waiting two years for them to I know, mean, film I'm, I'm still going to watch it because I'd still want to see. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The interviews everything. and the yeah. reactions. Have you but seen yeah. it, Flavia? Making a Murder? Have you seen it? Yeah, let's talk to people that don't have a microphone that we haven't mentioned the entire podcast, Tim. Great idea. So... For Tim, Morgan, and Mike, it's Ben, and this has been the Snap Crackle Podcast. We'll see you guys next week. Same bat time, same bat place. See ya.